Welcome to the Show Up Society podcast, where I talk about showing up for your goals one tiny step at a time. I'll help you break down your big fat dreams into tiny bite-sized pieces that are totally doable as long as you just keep showing up. I talk about anything from running to creativity, to mindset, to small business, to whatever else comes up. You'll see how just showing up for yourself every day in the tiniest way can make a huge impact and change your life. I'm your host, Tammy Bennett, artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Hey, thank you for showing up for this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Today, I am going to be talking about why it's important to have mentors, and then I'm going to be sharing some of my mentors with you. But I'm actually calling them Wimentors because they all happen to be women. I'm recording this episode ahead of time because when this is published, I will be on the sales floor of the National Stationery Show um, selling my Tiger Pocket Press stationery line to shops all over the country and all over the world. So I will not be able to do a podcast as usual. So this one is being recorded ahead of time. Feel free to send me good thoughts and reminders to have fun while I'm out there at the trade show. Since I'm recording this right at the end of the month, and you'll be hearing it right at the beginning of the new month, I thought it would be fun to go over a couple of the goals that I had set for myself in January and see how it turned out. One of my goals for this year is to read 25 books. I read 55 in 2019, but this year I have a lot more on my plate. So I was kind of being gentle with myself and set the goal of 25. And I read two books in January. I read nonfiction book, You Are a Badass at Making Money. And the other one is This Is How It Always Is. And they were both incredible. And I'm so happy that I took the time to read those. I will have links to these and to everything I mentioned today uh, at the show notes at showupsociety.com forward slash 14. So when you're done listening, feel free to go check that out and find all kinds of really cool stuff to check out. I have a goal for this year of feeling more connected. So I have a goal for every month to have a date night with Chris, a game night with Chris and the kids, and a date with a friend. So I accomplished the date night with Chris. We did game night and I did not work out the friend date. I had one planned at the beginning of the month and it just didn't work out. And then I got really busy prepping for the trade show and I didn't make that happen. So that's something I'm going to work on for sure in the months ahead. I have a goal of running 750 miles in 2020 and that roughly breaks down to about 65 miles a month. And I actually ran a little more than that. My numbers aren't final because I'm recording this before the last day and I want to be exact, but I definitely hit the goal of 65. I have a goal of going to 100 hot yoga classes in 2020, which breaks down to about eight a month. And I did nine in January. So I'm on track for that. I bought myself one item of clothing. It was just a simple dress from Target, but I really like how it looks and feels. So that was kind of a win for me. I have reviewed my goals and planned the week ahead every Sunday of uh, January. I have created a meal plan every Sunday in January. You can hear more about that on episode 13. 
I fell behind in doing my personal development online course that I'm taking. So I am looking forward to catching back up on that. I started the process of being on top of my books. I hired a bookkeeper and I've imported a lot of my information. I just have a lot of cleanup to do. So I'm not at all looking forward to that in February. I've done a great job at my daily habits of drinking over 64 ounces of water a day, doing my morning check-in and self-coaching every morning, and taking care of my skin in the evening. And I'm talking like a simple, simple thing of I just wash my face and I put on a moisturizer, but that's way more than I've done in the past. And I've actually had a comment on how young my skin looks. So it's working. Um, my other goal was to have dinner at the table every night. And I, we have not done so great on that. We've done it fewer than half of the nights of the month. Now, in my defense, I will say that I've been using the dining room table to do, to work on a big art project for my daughter's school. So that was a few days of just the table being covered in wooden blocks that I was painting. And also there have been a lot of days when I've been using the big table to prep for my trade show. So I let work kind of take over our space a little bit, but I'm looking forward to having more family dinners together at the table in February. So there you have it. Some wins, some, I won't call them fails, just some things to work on, but overall a pretty freaking productive month. So I'm really happy about January and I have not done my planning for February yet, but I will be flying on the 31st and I'm going to be using all of that time on the plane to look at February and plan and make goals for that month. So I'm actually very excited about that. I totally nerd out over it and it's going to be a great time. Do 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 do. It's challenge time. Okay, today's challenge might sound a little crazy, but remember my object is to get you to let loose sometimes and have a little bit of fun. So today I want you to just make a weird noise like boop or or anything. I really hope I didn't hurt your ears with that. And if I did, I'm really sorry. But wherever you are, if you're in the car, if you're on a walk, if you're doing laundry, if you're writing, if you're painting, I don't care what you're doing, but just make a couple funny noises. Or it's even more fun if you're with friends and you just go around the circle and make noises. Um, when the kids were little, we used to do this a lot and we would just kind of make a noise to them and they would make one back. And it's just really fun. And it just reminds you to just let loose. Don't be so serious. Funny side note here, when I was in law school outside of LA, I took a couple acting classes and I took an improv class. We spent one whole class session going around the room, just making noises and somebody had to start it and you had to do something similar and build on all that kind of thing. But it was just a funny exercise and you have to start getting really creative. So anyway, you're welcome. All right, let's talk about mentors or women tours. So I got the idea to talk about this in an episode because before I started this podcast and my website, I had meetings with eight to 10 women who have taken my tiny daily habits class or been a part of my accountability group or have taken my vision board class or just kind of really connect with what I talk about um, with goal setting and productivity and tiny daily habits and that kind of thing. And I also had a lot of talks with several of my friends around this time. And to all of these different women, I would ask like, who do they look up to? Or do they have any mentors or people out in the world that they look up to? And none of them had anybody. 
So at first I thought like there must be something wrong with me because I have a ton of mentors in my life and people that I look up to and learn from and look at their examples of what's possible. And I use them to inspire me to take action. And then I thought, no, I don't think that's something weird with me. I think that we all should have mentors or people that we look up to or people that we use as examples. And it ties into what I was talking about in episode 10 of this podcast of how it's really powerful to see what's possible. So when I say having a mentor, I don't mean, you know, somebody that you're meeting with and that's actually teaching you how to do something and they call you every day and ask if you're getting something done. When I'm talking about mentors, I'm using a really loose interpretation of the word. So to me, I just mean somewhere that someone that's out there in the world doing something And I like what they're doing and I want to kind of emulate that part of them. And so sometimes when I'm struggling to get something done or I'm just having a hard time making a decision, I will literally think in my head, what would so-and-so do? What would she be feeling and thinking if she were in this position? And I know what it is because I feel like I kind of know them. I follow them on social media. I kind of know what they're about. And it kind of helps me to make a decision, like to get out of my stuckness and to just make a decision and move forward. So it's just really important to me and I think it can be really useful. And having a mentor does not in any way mean that you're not happy with who you are or where you are in life. I probably have more mentors right now in my life than I've ever had and I'm also the very, very happiest and most grateful that I've ever been in my life for you know, for the people in my life, for what's going on around me, for what I'm doing, for what I'm involved in, for how I'm feeling. So it doesn't, it's not taking away from you by looking up to other people. And having a mentor also does not mean that you want to be just like that other person in every aspect of your life. So for me, a mentor, there might just be one really, really specific aspect of their life that I Um, am inspired by. It might be their athletic power, or it might be their business fortitude. It might be their sense of style. It might be the way that they speak to others. So just because I'm picking a mentor doesn't mean that I agree with every single opinion that they have and their life choices or the way that they act in other areas. It just means that I respect that one area of their life, and I would like to use that to inspire me to take action. I think it will be fun for me to share a list of my women tours with you. And keep in mind, I am using this loose definition. So I have never met any of these women. They have never met me. They don't know anything about me. They don't even know that I exist. But yet they are inspiring me in different ways to take action on my goals and my dreams. So I appreciate them very much. The show notes again will be at showupsociety.com forward slash 14 if you want to check out these women and learn more about them and maybe they'll inspire you too. All right, first up we have Jen Gotch, who's the founder and the chief creative officer of Bando, which is one of my favorite companies. They create stationary clothing, accessories, just a super cute brand, super fun, women empowering. I just love everything about it. But she has an amazing sense of style. She films herself dancing in front of dumpsters sometimes and calls it trash dancing. So immediately I knew that we would be besties sometime. Not yet, but it's going to happen. 
Um, but she shows that you can be a super successful business owner and still have struggles with depression and anxiety or other mental health issues. So she has shared a lot of her mental health struggles on Instagram and her podcast. And I just love her for opening up and shining a light on the discussion of mental health and showing that you can still have a life and you can still be a successful business owner and you can have these things going on in your private life that you can share and get support. And I just love everything about her. So thank you, Jen. Oh, also she is coming out with a book. It's going to be released in March, I think called the upside of being down and I cannot wait to read it. Okay, Amy Schumer is next. I'm sure you know who she is, but if not, she's a comedian and an actor. And I just listened to her on a podcast with Oprah on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday podcast. It was so good. So I'll make sure that I put a link to that episode in the show notes. But I just love how she is so real and so just shows everything about her in her comedy and on her Instagram post. And I wish that I had the uh, freedom to do that. I just don't let myself show the parts of me that I think are funny, but that other people might think are crass or totally inappropriate. And I mean, I have the mind of a high school teenage boy a lot of times and just really immature. And yeah, so I wish that I would would let myself show all of me to the world instead of just like the professionally kind of parts. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are on my list. And I know they're they're not a partnership. I know they're two separate people, but I have them together in my mind a lot of times because they're both just so smart and so funny. And they both kind of intimidate me a little bit with just their smart sense of humor. Um, I love that they have both written books that I absolutely loved and want to read again. I love that they are kind and that they want to promote smart young women in the world. And yeah, I just love them. They're so powerful to me. Twyla Tharp is a dancer, choreographer, and an artist. And she wrote one of my all-time favorite books called The Creative Habit. So she's a big one on my list. Brooke Castillo and Corinne Crabtree. These are, again, two people that are totally separate, do totally separate things in the world. But in my mind, I kind of put them together. I um, do some coaching with both of them, or they coach me. They don't know me. Um, but they are so good at calling you out on your BS and telling you straight up how it is giving tough love, but they do it from a place of zero judgment and from massive love and from a place of hugely wanting you to live a better life, um, and appreciating the life that you have and being kind to yourself now. So these two women have been instrumental in my self-development over the past couple months. Next is Elise Blaha Kripe. I have been following her for at least eight years, following her blog and her Instagram. And I always describe her to Chris as, you know, the one who always sets goals and then does them. So she's a mom, an entrepreneur, and she just gets shit done. She, I always visualize her as achieving every single goal that she sets out to do. And she doesn't, and she's honest about it. And she shows the times where she doesn't achieve her goals or she, um, will stop a project. But in my mind, she always, always 
gets the goal that she has set for herself. The other thing I love about her is that she never complains and she never gives excuses. And she also accepts her imperfections. So she'll publish something with a typo once in a while. And she just doesn't care because she would much rather produce something than not produce something, even if it means it's a tiny bit imperfect. She also just came out with a book, Big Dreams, Daily Joys, and I haven't read it yet. I do own it and uh, I've glanced through it and it looks like a book that I wish I had written. So to be completely honest, it makes my tummy hurt a little bit because I know it's just going to be so, so good. And I know I'm going to be mad at myself for not having written that book. Um, but I'm so happy for her that she did it. And she's gotten a lot of great feedback on that book on uh, Instagram. So I really am excited to read it. And I just love using her as inspiration. Next is Elsie and Emma from A Beautiful Mess. So they are sisters and they, I have been following them for over a decade of uh, different blogs and different ventures, but they are just a super crafty, creative millionaire business owners. They own and have created a couple apps for Instagram. They have a uh, blogging business. They have e-courses, but they do a lot of home decor and clean beauty products. They have a clean beauty products line, subscription box. They're just amazing. They just are so prolific in the projects that they work on and they just get shit done. Like all the time they have new amazing products and services that they are releasing. And I just love them. I love their sense of style and they just came out with a podcast and Elsie, one of the sisters, has adopted two girls from China in the past year or two. And that's been really fun to watch that journey. And she shares so much of it on Instagram. And it's just a beautiful thing. Next is Tiffany Haddish. I cannot get enough of her. She cracks me up. I loved her book, The Last Black Unicorn. Um, I just love her raw authenticness that she brings. And I think she's just beautiful and funny and I love her. Next up, Simone Biles, the most decorated American gymnast in history. My daughters used to be competitive gymnasts, so I love watching gymnastics, and Simone is just beyond, 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 and I love that she pushes herself to beat herself. Um, she is her own biggest competitor, and I also love that she is not scared at all to use her voice to keep USA Gymnastics in check, especially after all the controversy um, in the past year or two. Um, she's really using her voice to make sure that they make it right. So I will be cheering for her like crazy in this year's Olympics. Next up is Sia, the Australian songwriter. I love her music. I love her video that she did uh, with Maddie Ziegler, the dancer, uh, for the song Chandelier. But what I love most about Sia is that one of her albums that I love, called This Is Acting, is all songs that she wrote for other artists that didn't get picked up for one reason or the other. And I just love that some musicians might have seen that as a failure, that nobody you know, wanted to record their song. But instead of seeing it as a failure, she made them her own and she made an album with it. And the album is incredible and I love it. And I listened to it re on repeat so many times. And I just love that she can take what could be seen as a failure and make it into such a huge positive. 
Lizzo is up next. I think she is beautiful and I love her clever lyrics. She is a singer songwriter and a flautist. And I also played the flute. Um, but I just love her, her whole message and I have so much fun listening to her music. So that's the end of my main list. And these are my go-to people that, like I said, when I am stuck or struggling in a business decision or a creative decision, I'll just really get into the mindset that I think that they have and it helps me make a decision. And the thing I love about these people is they're all go-getters. They all get shit done. They're prolific. They're not afraid to fail. They do fail and they share their fails and they grow from them. They don't give a shit about what people think about them. And well, actually they all do. They're all human. We all care, but they don't let it affect them and they don't let it quiet their voice. And I just respect that and appreciate that so much. And I inspire to be more that way and inspire to share more. And that's all I have for you today. So please remember to go to showupsociety.com forward slash 14 to check out any links mentioned in the show and also to let me know who your mentors are. Thank you so much for showing up for this podcast. Now go show up for yourself. Hey, you're still here. Thank you for being you.